With 24-7 customer service and guaranteed repairs, your Progressive policy works the way it's supposed to. Unlike this stressful meditation guide. Take a deep breath. Focus on all the things you have to do. Did someone make the vet appointment yet? You don't know? That feels like something you should know. Switch to Progressive today. You are a mess. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Repairs through Progressive Network Shops guaranteed for as long as you own or lease your car. Are you ready? Let's make some noise. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. I'm Roy Burton. Alongside me, as always, my tag team partner, a man who will not be scared away by others and make the move to Tuesdays, one Chris Domingo. <laughs> Mr. Domingo, how are, you doing this, as, how are you doing during this, as always, during the quarantine, air quote, Saturday morning, sir? I am. You know what? It's, it's The clock has turned to one of my favorite months of the calendar year mm. for, 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 for many reasons. Yes. It's not being cold. You can mm-hmm. wear hoodies. You don't have mm-hmm. to wear jackets. But more importantly, mm-hmm. the road's being paved. Mm. They've already got the flaggers out. And this year, the road will be paved with 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 paid customers. So as Chris Domingo's referring to. And then to, at the end of the month, which uh-huh. is arguably my favorite, which is my favorite thing in the entire sports calendar. Okay. And it and it's magnified now because the local football team has the most picks in the NFL to F up. So, <laughs> so the first thing that Chris alluded to again is, is his favorite pastime right now. Of course, that's college basketball. He's talking about the road to the final four. I'm sure that's the road you're talking about, right? Well, Honestly, well, not the road. Well, where's the final four at again? Is that Indiana- Indianapolis? Indianapolis. No, so, so everything was in Indianapolis. Everything for the men's size in Indianapolis. Okay. I believe all the I think the women's stuff was in San Antonio. I might be wrong. Okay. That. But yes, the road to the men's final four has been paved. But no, that's not what we'll talk about that, but that's not what he is talking about. Of course, he's talking about the road to WrestleMania. We are T minus. Well, as this show airs, we are T minus seven days away because there is well, not two really days. because they're two days not, away. Two well, days of WrestleMania next week. Next uh, well, next no, week. because I, I, I realize because I'm paying very close attention to all this. NXT stand to deliver is Thursday and Friday. Well, do you count that? I mean, as WrestleMania weekend, do we count that? Do we? Do we I would... No, like, is this a smart? Like, obviously, you want to. Is this a good business plan going forward to stretch out the festivities as long as you like? It's two nights of WrestleMania, smart idea. So okay, so let's have this discussion uh, before we do this. You know. We got to do the Broad Street Line 106.5 yes. FM, WPPM, LP, Philadelphia, all that good stuff. All right. Um, is two nights at WrestleMania a good thing? Yes. The problem is, where do you stop? Because because you have two nights at WrestleMania. Then, of course, as you mentioned, you have two nights before that of NXT. And, of course, after WrestleMania, you have Monday Night Raw. And then, of course, on Tuesday following that, you have NXT. So you don't need six days of pro- <laughs> um, hopefully not in the same city because that would be super overkill. But two days of WrestleMania is great. Six days of wrestling in the same city is probably overkill. You got to find a right uh, the balance somewhere in the middle. No, I think I, I after the last real, well, the last year WrestleMania was was okay. I, I mean, mm-hmm. they did some cool stuff, but I think they realized when they had the the Becky Lynch Charlotte Ronda main event come on at midnight, right? Like I, I mean, ain't no parent 
bringing poor Joey out there with his, like, I don't know, like, I don't know, shield gear, being like, yo, Joe, we might need to leave before the main event. That's and then cool you're just going to, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and poor Joey's just going to be like, no, dad, I'm, I don't want to leave. Now, you don't need to make that choice. No, you don't. You don't need to make the call. However, as you all, as you know, day two is going to be better than day one uh, when it comes to the WrestleMania card. And there's going to be certain matches that little Joey is going to want to see on day two. Again, it won't be at midnight, but again, it'll still be the night before school night. So you got. Isn't this like a concert festival? Isn't this like a Bonnaroo now? Where like you don't like. I I mean, you really kind of take the chance on like saying, "Yo, I'm going to go to night two and hope and see like my favorite people." And then, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, like, obviously, you're going to get the people that go both times, obviously. Yeah, yeah, but, like, yeah. I, I mean, but I think this opens it up to people who are just fatigued. Like, who, what parent in their, what parent or human in their right mind wants to sit in a stadium for eight hours to wait for, like, their guy to come or girl? No, no, you're, you're absolutely right. A, 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 you know, it kind of, you know, like, opens it up for, because, again, like, because, look, because next year, you know, so far, you know, we might even make the trip out there. Yes. There, there was no way in the world that, that again, God bless, you know, Vince and all those guys. There's no way in the world I want to show up in L.A. at probably, what, 2 o'clock local, 2 p.m. <laughs> local time uh, to kind of to kind of watch, like, the, the Andre the Giant Battle Royals. Like, there's no way. Like, I'm not doing no. that. Like, I want to see, like, I want to see Dwayne and Roman, and that's going to be on at, like, you know, 8 p.m. local time. So I'll show up at, like, 5 p.m. local time. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to make you're, it a you're... whole day thing. You don't want the the coffee stands to be open at right. ten thirty. So, yeah. like, I don't know, no, because I just think about just like the parents. I mean, like, like you get like like Jack and Jill, like that are like, yo, I want to like, I don't know, like, what if like Jill's favorite person is like Billy Kay, and she's in the Royal Rumble at like five, right? And like, I don't know, like Jack wants to watch Baron Corbin. <laughs> he has bad taste, but yeah. it, like, he doesn't come on till like the. It's like, man, that's a lot of time to be a lot mindlessly entertaining yourself. So here's no, how, like, yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, oh no, go ahead. So here's how I would do it. I would do NXT one night Thursday, Hall of Fame ceremony Friday, two nights of WrestleMania, and then Raw on Monday, and that's it. Because you have stuff that everybody can, you can kind of break it up so that if you could, because people come into town for access and all that other stuff like that, then I mean, you could br- kind of break it up and have something for everybody to do, but you don't have six straight days of wrestling because that's crazy. Um, yeah. So just have three days of wrestling, well, four days, I guess, and then kind of break no, it you up. You know and, what's and overkill? Two nights of NXT TakeOver. That yeah, that's is, a little bit too much. That's massive overkill. Like, that, I, I mean, I, I know you want to get exposure for, for, your, for your town, but that is, I will probably not watch night one. You know like what's I, not you know what's not overkill though? Three nights of the NFL draft because you're going to be watching all three of those. Speaking of overkill, because I know we're going to talk about oh the overkill of overkills. Seventeen games. I'm never going to watch the NFL again, <laughs> even though I'll put uh, in like I don't know an eighteen parlay week seventeen. Oh my! Like uh, no, like hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Save that, save that, save it, save it. Save no, it. We're, because we're gonna get these are. I, I need to rant because okay, go ahead. I see a lot of just screaming <laughs> in the abyss about nothing. Like uh-huh. it, 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 it's happening, and is it? I like. Oh no! Let's go through our all because I need yeah. to rant because <laughs> know, people so are you, getting yeah. on my god. GD nerves right now. Yeah, you see fired up. So I'm, I'm gonna give you. Let me, <laughs> let me let me do the the intro stuff, and then we'll, we'll I will give you the floor. Well, actually, we'll start with that anyway. Yeah. So again, 106.5 FM WPPM LP Philadelphia. You can catch us there every Saturday morning, 106.5, or on TuneIn.com. 
Um, whether you're in Philly or not in Philly, you can download the TuneIn app. If you're not in Philly, do a search for the Philly Cam Station and listen to us 24-7, 365. But all of our episodes are available wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, Spotify, all that uh, Google Music, I should say, all that good stuff. YouTube Music, I, don't get, I always get that wrong. All that good stuff. You can also follow us on the Twitter machine. He is at SKD215. I am at the BS line. I know he's going to rant about the NFL schedule in a second, but before we get to all of that, any shout-outs that you'd like to get to, sir? Um, I want to give a shout-out to all the fantastic sites. But this shows you, like, it isn't just me that just is insane about the draft. Like, I mean, there are – like, I mean, it's an event now when mm-hmm. these yutzes from ESPN drop their mock draft. It was ever before that it's like, oh, my God, let's make a six-hour segment of Todd McShay mock draft number 4.5. Like, I, I mean, but thank <laughs> you for all the draft sites. Won't name any in particular because I'm I'm absorbing all of them. So thank you. All right. So so we'll talk about the draft in a second, but you really seem excited to talk about the the big news in the NFL world this week. Of course, we're referring to the NFL owners agreeing to expand the season to 17 games. Something that was basically, you know, foregone conclusion once the players agreed to the CBA. Back in uh, March of 2020, it seems like a lifetime ago, and it was because a lifetime of things happened since that happened a year wait, ago. Wait, 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 where you just said something. Mm-hmm. The players agreed to it. The players agreed to it as part of the CBA negotiations back in March of 2020. Yes. Sign, sign your life, I mean your name. <laughs> exactly. So owners agreed to it um, for whatever reason. The Bears you know, opposed it, which you know, is all within their rights to do so, but it is what it is. So we now have 17 games. Beginning in the 2021 season, the NFL will play 17 games a season. Every team gets one additional interconference game, so you know NFC versus AFC game. For the Eagles, that game in the 2021 season is against the New York Jets. It's at MetLife Stadium. It's another road trip. It's a crappy road trip. It is what the it Sam is. Howell sweepstakes. No, but I, I mean, as a like, I don't know, things that like even like 16 mm-hmm. was a very even number. You had, you, you had to say, yeah, it, it, it was it was a clean. Mm-hmm. Once I got past the 17 and thought about, OK, like, I, I mean, this is an extra game of taxing on the players. I get that. Like, no. And, and that's an important thing mm-hmm. with like. And like maybe there's concessions on less preseason, or maybe it like kind of adapting towards your training schedule. Considering you really had virtual training camp all year, do you want that all year round now? But maybe you add an element of that to take away from the hitting that kind of absorbs the 17 games. So let me before you go on, let me just say this: they they, they did take away a preseason game, so there are only three three preseason games going forward. So three preseason games and 17 regular season games going forward. And now, of course, with the 17 week, 17 games in an 18 week season, I'm sure that there are probably some concessions as far as, you know, how many live practices you can have during the season. I'm sure that's part of the CBA. I haven't seen the details on that specifically, but I'm sure, again, they're not just going to add three more practices during the season because, again, you can't, you know, have these guys bashing, bashing each other's heads for, you know, another week and another week, you know, full week of practice. So there are concessions in the, in the CBA made for that. So I will say that. So continue, please. Oh, no. But just from a consumer perspective, the, the minute Adam Schefter just tweets this out, I see a lot of trash, NFL trash, NFL trash. Uh, oh, my from God. players. Yeah, yeah. All I say is, Say that would instead of tweeting that in like fourteen characters or forty five characters, 
tweet that. Like this is no, I I I say it constantly, Roy. I don't know another sport that's more quote unquote hate watched than the NFL. Like it, it really is. Like I don't see a product that's complained about more about like everything. The refs, mm-hmm. like I don't know the quality of play. Da, 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 like I don't know like everything. But you know what people do on Sunday at one p.m. They watch. They watch. I don't. I don't understand this, and I wish someone would sit. Like, do I understand the concept of of airing your grievances out occasionally to say, okay, this needs to be changed? But it's constant, Roy. It, it, it and and it and it bothers me. It, it's like if you hate the NFL so much, don't watch it. <laughs> Please don't watch that seventeenth game. I I think hate hates a strong word, and again, you can hate. Something that that a league does, or hate something that someone does, but not hate the person itself or the organ. Like again, I am not a fan. Like I am nobody at. Well, I don't see nobody because the owners did, but I did not want a seventeenth game. I didn't oh. want it. I didn't want nobody a seventeenth. I, I, I didn't want a seventeenth. Like you said, like sixteen's clean and makes sense. You know, you got sixteen. Like it, it just you know, you know, we're math guys at heart. So again, yeah. like sixteen's clean. Like I don't. There's no sport in those. No major sport in the America: baseball, football, basketball, hockey. Where I want more regular season games, like quite wow. frankly, in most in most cases, and not the NFL, I'd rather have less than the other three. But sixteen was nice and clean and all the other stuff. But like you said, again, I can hate the seventeenth game, but like you said, when week eighteen rolls around and the Eagles are like you know eight seven and one, and probably going to try to get up go to nine seven and one, you know where I'm going to be in front of my TV, yeah, watching because I'm a sucker. All right. Yeah, no, 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 no. Like, and I reference this to like what Peter, and it really is just like. A life save. You make a deal with the devil. Mm-hmm. And it's just the question of how many deals with the devil you make. Right. And like, and I feel like dealing, watching the NFL is like the ultimate deal with the devil. But you know what? People bitch about the devil, but they go back to the devil every damn Sunday. Mm-hmm. And like, and, and like, and 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 you know what? Whenever someone says like, I don't know, I'm not going to watch. When you get that free credit from your local uh, betting app, you'll be like, I can't let this go to waste. Like, yeah. I, I, I mean. No, like I, I mean, it's uneven. It's it's a it, it's an odd number, which is really screwing me up. Right. I, I mean, like, like usually it's it's, eight, never, eight. it's never odd numbers. Like there, no, no, no one no, no one schedules odd season, numbers in the schedule. What season of anything ends in an odd number? It does. No, never, never happens. No, yeah. but like, but it's the same thing people said about adding the extra playoff game last year. Oh my god, it's gonna water it down. Ah, uh, fast forward. Groundhog Day three is oh my god an extra game but you know what we suck us and we watch it <laughs> and, and and no like it that's just 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 deal like no and, and like is it okay to have like in a case like your initial oh man that sucks like I, I mean like who needs it but you know what when you wake up the following day be like you know what we have an extra game See, I'm not gonna, I'm not there yet, but I will be at week 18, so I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, to you. Yes. <laughs> like, like, I'm not, I'm not like, oh man, like, you know, like, like this is great because, but yeah, if I get one more week, it's got Hanson, then sh- all right, then, then yeah, but I'm not, you know, <laughs> ask me in September and then I'll, yes. I'll, I'll give you the answer. But let me say, let me say this though, one, one thing because again, 17 weeks means again, there's more games, which means there's more opportunities for teams to win, which means. Some of these teams can kind of like lock these divisions up or lock these playoff spots up pretty early, like you know, maybe a week yeah. or two earlier than usual. We might see some really bad football in, in January, in early January, like really bad football. Like teams might just shut it down in January. Yeah, we, no, got, we got lucky this year because again, with the extra wild card spots, you had teams kind of kind of playing you know long you know more than usual. But if you have an extra game on that, and like let's say like the Chiefs lock it up in week thirteen, 
Like you might see some bad football in January. Or, or I don't I mean, play devil's advocate. But we saw like, Nate Sudfeld last year. I mean, like, yeah, no, but like, what if like a team? For me, there are going to be no more excuses on if you don't or don't make the playoffs. Like, I mean, you're going to have 17 weeks. Like, people are going to be like, oh, man, X team was on a five-game winning streak to close out the season. And they didn't make the playoffs. But you know what? They're not going to have that excuse anymore. Like, I, I mean, you're going to have enough opportunities at the beginning, middle, or end of the season to make the playoffs. So, there, for me, there, there are going to be no – of course, there will be doubts, but there will be less doubts on – on if the playoff teams are legit. True. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the teams in the playoffs, again, if you make it in the playoffs in a 17 week season, like you did, that's a pretty good testament of how yeah. good you are. And, you know, on some levels, how, how healthy you stay. Obviously we will not be talking about the, the, the local football team all going on a five game winning streak to end the 2021 season. We probably will not, but one, one thing though, Super Bowl now next year, February 13th, I assume that means the NBA is going to move their all-star game back because usually NBA is usually Valentine's Day weekend. I can't imagine the Super Bowl and NBA all-star weekend being the same weekend. Just something to throw out there because I think the U.S. Open might be that weekend in, in golf. There's another, yeah. there's a, so there's a lot going on that weekend. Um, or maybe you just want to OD. Like maybe that's just sports. That's too, that's, no, that's too much. That's, you can't have the all-star game and the Super Bowl in the same day. <laughs> like that, that, that's not that doesn't make sense for, for well it doesn't make sense for the nba the nfl is untouchable so it's whatever it's the super bowl but like the nba like ain't nobody would watch i mean nobody would watch it like no one now, would watch like, the now would you would you make the exception to make it a saturday night no nah, well mm, uh you could i mean like you like if you wanted if you wanted to super od weekend you yeah. would throw you would throw it to saturday like, that be cause, yeah because because who the hell need like like what's stopping Instead of being NBA All Star Saturday, maybe a NBA All Star Friday, where you have like like it's one because I'm czar of the world now, or czar of the sports world. Take away the stupid celebrity game because no one cares and or knows half these celebrities. Yeah. So you move up. I don't. I don't hate that. You you move up the Rising Stars Challenge. Like I I I mean, eliminate the concert because no one gives a sh- crap. Like, <laughs> or, or 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 maybe. It, it, it putting Jack Harlow on there, like I don't know if we should <laughs> knock herself on, but like it, it really like there's just so much dead time, like there's so much just yapping in between this, where like you're just like creating space if you condensed everything, like I I mean yeah, like I don't know, but like I just think that would be like all eyes, like like the NBA gets their day Saturday, and like mm-hmm. I, I don't know why, like I don't know, like people are home anyway. Like, I, I, like, yeah, no, and I then, like, that. yeah, no. And, and then, I mean, U.S. Open, whatever. That's yeah. third day anyway. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't hate that. That's a, that's a pretty good idea. So, all right. So, let's say Rising Stars and then the challenges on Friday, NBA All-Star Game on Saturday, and then the, the Super Bowl with the local football team, February, February 13th, SoFi Stadium. Look, when a team has 11 draft picks, I'm sure Howie Roseman's going to get more than half of those right. And if he does – there could be a nice long run for the Eagles this year. <laughs> Got to talk myself into it. Got to talk myself into it. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the Eagles now have more draft picks than anybody in the NFL, but it sadly it came at a price, and that price is probably one Jamar F. Chase. The Eagles or traded Kyle Pitts. or Kyle Pitts. I, I mean, like, like people need. I during this process, people are just how bad on like thinking Kyle Pitts is just this tight end. He's not just this tight end, man. He is. He's a weapon. 
And like, I, I mean, he's a dude that when like defensive coaches put on the tape, they're like, yo, stop pits. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. And, and same with Chase. And that's what I've been just screaming for, for like, I feel like forever about the Eagles is like, there's no guy on offense or defense that the opposing coordinator is like, yo, you got to stop X. Like, I don't know, like shift coverage towards X. No one's saying, yeah, we got to stop 18. Well, the Eagles had a chance to draft one of those guys um, at six. They decided, you know what? We don't want to do that. So the Eagles traded back from six. They traded the number six pick in the draft and their fifth round pick, number 156, to the Miami Dolphins for the 12th pick in the draft. A fourth round pick, number 123, and the Dolphins' 2022 number one pick. Now, the Dolphins have previously traded back um, with San Fran. The Dolphins were previously up at three. They traded back with the Niners. <laughs> Uh, we'll talk about that in a second because the Niners are hot to trot for a quarterback, um, not the quarterback you may think. So the Dolphins went from uh, three to twelve, and now from back up from twelve back up to six. I had visions of Jamar Chase dancing in my head. I can't lie; I was excited. I was kind of, kind of, re- I don't want to say resigned because it wasn't a bad thing. I was kind of think- used to the fact that Jamar Chase would be the, the again the the person you had to design coverages for, as, as you mentioned. Not sure you have to design coverages for the guy you will get at twelve. Hopefully, you can. How opted? Well, okay. Just give me your give me your gut react, your initial reaction when you first heard about the trade. Initially, yeah. One to ten, anger level mm-hmm. ten. Okay. I, just, I, I just, mean okay. that, that was my initial thought. Is like you gave up a, like the elite. Like your your probability of drafting an elite player goes down with every time you you trade down. That's mm-hmm. just I mean like, and maybe it's not for like Pacific positions but just in general like like the the elite like and this is more true than in any sport where like i I mean are there busts yes but generally your elite players are your top 10 players correct so that was disappointing um as i as i went back into the lab which is youtube i looked at a couple guys found that jc horn was joe horn's son that's pretty Mm -hmm. cool and i saw that he's just a dog and I've been wanting a good secondary for a long time, probably more than a good receiving core. Cause like the Eagles have had decent receiving cores over the years. Probably not great. They haven't had a really good secondary in a long time. And to have this dude just, I mean, I, the assumption is to be a plug and play cornerback. I mean, CB 1.5 CB two and not have the pressure of being the dude. Like, I, I mean, he can just slide into that, that second cornerback slot and just be him. That's mm-hmm. exciting. And, well, Roy, the more I think about these receivers, like, I know, like, I don't know, people are just fixated on finding the next Tyree Kill. I, I mean, we need to – people, teams need to stop about this. And I see guys like Devontae Smith and Waddle. And, like, all these guys are, like, I mean, insane production in college. But, Roy, how many of these type of the, – the frame of these guys has been really successful in the NFL? I can't think of many. I mean, Deshaun, Tyler Lockett. Like there's a re- there's a reason why these guys don't succeed or aren't as good as their their picks should go. So I'm slowly going towards cornerback or hell defensive end. I, I mean I'm brainwashed now, but I <laughs> I don't see. And we saw with Henry Ruggs last year, people were like, "Henry Ruggs is going to be the star." Henry Ruggs sucked last year, so I I worry about these 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 small these diminutive receivers 
So, so, but here's the thing though, because again, like you were kind of, I don't want to say hell bent, but you were kind of locked in on, I'll say Jamar Chase or, 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 or Kyle or, or Pitts. Yeah. You were kind of locked in on those two guys at six. Cause you're like, you know what? I need an offensive weapon. I need somebody yeah. who, can, who can make plays. I'm not saying that, that Waddle, we'll talk about Waddle and Smith. I'm not saying Waddle and Smith can't be those guys, but I mean, they can be dynamic weapons in the NFL. Like you said, like they're kind of slight or whatever, but they can still be dynamic weapons in the NFL. I guess the question is the difference between, you know, the, the, the guy you get at six and the guy you get at 12, the offensive guy you get at six and the offensive guy you get at 12. The difference between those guys is so, is so, is so it's deep. significant. It it's so significant it, 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 that that you're okay just to pick a pick a defensive guy and just take it from there. Yes. Okay. Yeah. No, because I think the gap between Chase Pitts versus Smith Waddle is a lot is greater than the difference between Smith Waddle and Rashad Bateman, Terrence, uh, Terrence Marshall, and like a guy like Kadarius Tony. Like I mean, okay. those like I'd rather go that like. I just think the optionality is a little great. Like it, you you have more options at twelve, mm-hmm. which I like. No, op, no op, options are always good, but again, you have the most options at six. <laughs> you, like you have, like you could go yeah. either any way you want at six. And again, you you get a guy. The only reason why, and again, like I, I've kind of talked myself into this trade as well. But the only reason why, I mean, like when you're at six, like you said, like it's really hard to mess up six. Like it's really hard to mess up six. It's really easy to mess up twelve. Yeah, no, <laughs> but I think for me, Roy, is if they didn't have so much, so many resources dedicated to this offensive line in terms of salary, mm-hmm. I would, I think you'd have more optionality where you could draft Penny Stoll. Because for me, that, like, if you just stick me in a room and just and, and just read to me the football Ten Commandments mm-hmm. about, like, Penny Stoll should be your, your pick at six. But mm-hmm. you already have. You've drafted a guy, even though he's probably not going to be here next year, and you you have Lane Johnson, who hasn't whose extension hasn't even started. Like right. I, I mean, like would it be nice to draft Penny Soul, but what's he going to do? But so, but here's the thing, though, because again, I, I've seen some mock drafts out there, and again, you mentioned Tom McShay. Tom McShay released his mock draft earlier this week. All those guys that we talked about, or the guys we, that we just talked about, the um, the J.C. Horn, the Jalen Waddles, the Devontae Smiths, even Patrick Sertain, they all off the board. They all off the board at 12. Penny Sewell's there. Do you- Penny Sewell is there. Oh, I like topic shit. But if Penny Sewell is there at 12, uh-huh. Howie Roseman's got to get his scrawny ass up there and run that. <laughs> no, because that would be the dream. Like, so, I, I mean, so, 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 so at 12, you just say forget defense. Now it's back to Penny. Now it's back to the offense, Penny Sewell. No, I'm just assuming Penny Sewell's way gone. But assume, like, I, assume he's there, though. Let's assume he's there, and let's assume Michael, like, Michael I mean, Parsons is there, and you know those those guys. Because uh, again, that, Tom, Tom McShay, not not to get too deep, Tom McShay in his latest mock draft, I think it's 4.0, whatever it is. He has all those guys, you know, off the board, and then at 12, he has the Eagles taking Micah Parsons, the linebacker, out of out of uh, Penn State. Now Penny Sewell, again, he might be, you know, maybe the best offensive tackle on the on the on the board, probably is. Um, he's still there at 12. Um, again, he could be, you know, your anchor on the other side of the line from, from Lane Johnson for the next 10, 12 years. Yeah, no, if, no, okay. In a part, like, in a perfect world where somehow Penny Soul is available and J.C. Horn is available, who mm-hmm. are you taking? And J.C. Horn's available? Yeah. I'm taking J.C. Horn. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, again, I've resigned, I've resigned myself to, again, probably game-breaking wide receiver, you know, 
I don't want to say shut down cornerback, but, you know, lockdown, you know, like high level cornerback, then Penesul. That's my, that's my hierarchy of hierarchy of wants. But, it, but if your goal, or I don't even know if it's their goal because they could, because they're cheating on him every five hours. Like, I, I mean, if your goal is to figure out whether Jalen Hurts can play, mm-hmm. don't you want Penesul? Yeah. Because, if, if, because if, I saw yeah. that, because I saw some, I mean, how many five, like, like, for a team that has a consistent offensive line, the guy's QBR goes through the roof. Roof. So, I, I mean, and this team has always been, let's build through the trenches. Da, 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 da. And a guy who's arguably, like, one of the four best players in the entire draft is available 12. Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, that would be going against all of the, eth- the the ethos of the Philadelphia Eagles. But I don't even know if they have any ethos because they just – because they drafted a guy last year and they're looking to draft his successor like 30 times. Yeah, if, if the goal – if the goal really – the goal truly is put Jalen Hurts in the best position to succeed in 2021 and you're at 12 and Penny Sewell's there and, I don't know, let's say Devontae Smith. I just throw a game out there. Devontae Smith's in there. Then do you take Penny Sewell? Like, because again, like you said, like if you put Jalen Hurts, you know, behind a line of Penny Sewell and Lane Johnson and Kelsey and Brooks and Isaac Sayamalo, like you said, like he should be relatively clean most of the year. And if yeah. he's clean, he can find even as trash as these receivers are, he'll find one of them dudes. Like one of them dudes but, can go at some point. But is it? But is, is that their goal? Yes. I don't know. I no, honestly, I, I don't know. Like it should be. I don't know well, if it considering is. like like I really thought when people kept saying like I mean like people like Adam Kaplan they really drafted Jalen Hurts in the second round to be like a cost effective backup. I'm like you're insane. Yeah. But it's kind of looking like that. But it's, but it's true because because again and let me let me speak on that because the Eagles, according to reports, I think it was Albert Breer, um, said that I'm sorry not Albert Breer who um who had the report about the the uh, the doll the uh, the Zach the Zach Wilson Ian Rappaport Ian Rappaport said that. The Eagles reportedly wanted to trade it up to number three if, if, and only if they were certain that Zach Wilson was going to be uh, still on the board at three. Um, they got the word that Zach Wilson's probably going to go two, and they said, you know what? Let's not make that deal. Let's just make the, make the trade back. So on one hand, it's like, all right, you may think that Jalen Hurts, you know, this is Jalen Hurts' team. They got rid of Chris Wentz. This is Jalen Hurts' team. You know, they got a guy who, you know, was, was old babysitter or whatever, whatever have you. And now you know you hear rumors a week, a month before the draft that hey, you know, oh, by the way, you know, if Zach, if Zach Wilson was still going to be on the board at three, Jalen Hurts would have been a backup yet again. Um, <laughs> so I don't know what's true. I don't know what's what's the truth coming out of Novacare. Actually, I think I do know what the truth is. No, it, no, the truth is that no, but this is Howie Roseman being trying to be the smartest dude in the room. Mm-hmm. Like I, I mean, he's trying to find the next market inefficient, the market inefficiency. We're mm-hmm. like, and, and now, speaking of market inefficiencies, the theory I'm really going for, Roy, is they're just trying to stockpile the vault to get Howie's long lost crush from eight years ago. Instead, he draft BDN, but mm. now he drafts BDR. Mm. <laughs> and here's the thing, and this is and this is why I, this is why I've kind of like warmed up to this tree because, as you mentioned, the Eagles now have a stockpile. They have. 11 picks this year, which is whatever. They'll, they'll, you know, take most of those and trade a couple of those. But they have the potential to have three number one picks next year. They have their own pick, which is probably going to be bad because they're going to be trash. 
They have the Dolphins pick now, which is which is probably not going to be all that great. And they'll be middle of the road. Uh, you, I don't. I don't even know. I'm not sure. Really? I mean, are, are you sold on Tua? No. <laughs> okay. Well, no, then I, no. yeah. so really, Damn. that that Dolphins oh. that Dolphins pick is going to be a top twelve pick. I'm sorry. Like, I don't really. Think be, I don't think the Dolphins will be that good. Really? Okay. Yeah. No. Well, all right. So, well, here's the thing. Are the are the, are the Bills going to be good? Probably. Are the Dolphins? Are the uh, Patriots going to be good? Probably the Jets Will can't the Jets be worse. Be the Jets can't be any worse than they were, right? So they'll have. A, so, so what you're saying is the Dolphins are probably the best pick for regression next year because there'll be no fits to like I don't know, like I don't know, like be like oh to a stunk this drive. Let's right. bring in Fitzpatrick. It and, really and, is yeah. gonna. It really is gonna be. And like I and like I mean if they get jump like I'm sorry how much like. If you're not sold on Tua, how much better is Jamar Chase going to make Tua Tagovailoa? Exactly, not much. So again, like, are you sold on Tua? Not yet. I haven't seen him. I haven't seen. Like, what do you you got? Like six and three, five and three last year. Yeah, he had a decent run. I don't see. I don't see like in the very small limited side. Like, I don't see something elite. Like, I I, I mean, maybe he's a good (laughs) process. Maybe a good processor of all uh, of information i don't know but i don't see him i don't see a justin like when you watch justin harper you're like okay i see i see a potentially elite like right. th- trade he can just hum the ball right do i see a, a, a elite trader lamar jackson do i see a, a like elite trade in josh allen hell i see a couple elite traits in kyler murray mm-hmm. but yeah. i don't see that in tua right. so so we're gonna say let's root against the dolphin and Correct. go colts Go Colts because again the Colts oh oh the Eagles a first round pick if Carson Wentz plays either seventy five percent of the p- plays or plays seventy percent. We were so and close, he makes the playoffs. Boy. We were so close to not mentioning his name it, it, d- during right. a week. We had but, to. So no, but I think <laughs> no, like you know what? Maybe I'm slow. No, I I am warming up to the trade, like because assets are good. And mm-hmm. I'll and I think I'll ask you this fifty times or at least twenty times before next season: Is the starting quarterback of the Eagles in twenty twenty two on the team right now? That's a very good question. And if I have to answer that question right now, I'll say the answer is no. It's probably not. And here's and here's, now, and here's go ahead. Go ahead. Now, 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 question. Now, now, question. Now, part B of that question mm-hmm. is the Eagles twenty two starting quarterback. In the NFL right now, that's another question. That's another good question. And if I, if I had to answer that question right now, I'd say the answer is no. Oh, so all right. So yeah. you don't see? Do you see them just <clears throat> drafting a quarterback next season? So yeah. So here's how here's how I think it plays out. So here's because again, I've warmed up to the trade. I've sold myself on this trade because at twelve, you're going to get a decent dude. You're going to get a guy. Like a guy's going to be fine. It's not going to be Sewell because he won't be there. But I mean. I'm sure I'll throw a name out, Jalen Waddle. You'll get a Jalen Waddle, Devontae Smith, one of those guys out there. That's fine. Twelve. These picks, like you, you could have a, you have a very good chance to have three first round picks next year. If you have three first round picks next year, you could get the guy you want. You could like if Jalen Hurts is trash, you can get the guy you want, whether he's in the NFL or not in the NFL. If Jalen Hurts is good, you can surround him with talent. But however, I just don't know given this given the current state of this trash team right now. I'm not sure how how well you'll get a read on Jalen Hurts next year. And again, they're already not enamored with Jalen Hurts already. <laughs> I mean, like, you're not in love with this dude anyway. No. I mean, you're not in love with this dude, and you're going to see him for 16 games and not put anything around him. What then, I don't like, get, Roy, is you've trapped this dude and just 
napalmed your entire organization with this. Like, don't you feel the double? Like, I would have thought they would have doubled down on him. You would like, think. I, but I've been saying it to myself, like, this, the owner and the GM are to scream emotional intelligence. Needs, they need emotional intelligence for their coach. They don't show any. None. Because None. if you if you had any emotional intelligence, you wouldn't have made that pick. And I I, I keep going backwards. What if they don't draft Jalen Hurts? Like, how different does this team look? Well, here's the thing, though. Like, if you don't draft Jalen, if you don't draft Jalen Hurts. Then I think you, you, I think you're in the mix for one of these. Well, you're like you're solidly in the mix for one of these guys right now. Because I, I think, I don't, I think, I think they probably wind up with either try to figure out how they can move up to get a Zach Wilson, or you know, or so you, you think know. Carson Wentz still would have stunk without even without Jalen Hurts being. I think you, I think he would have been bad. Like, I got, okay. I don't know if he would have been like as bad as he was, <laughs> <laughs> like making Brian Balding or mad. Bad. Right, be like, yeah, like, I don't think they'd, they'd be six pick in the draft bad, but I'm like, I don't know, if, you know, I don't know if they'd be, I, they'd still probably be top ten bad, um, because I mean, he was just flat out awful, like he was just like horrendous, like like historically bad, um, and that can't all be because of Jalen Hurts. Like, you know what, man? <laughs> I need like like a dark, like I don't know, you know how they like bleep the, the or or like distort voices on like drugs ink when they're talking mm-hmm. about gangs. I need a a, a, a Jalen Hurts ink because this. This is going to be one of the most craziest picks in like Philly history because this really is like, like I don't know. They just they picked him just to be the backup, and now they still are like, oh okay, like I don't know, like like they in their insane mind they think he's going to be the backup in twenty twenty two when they draft Sam Howell or they when they trade for Russell. I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Like, they can't. They cannot. Are you, are you sure? Are you, you can't, sure? Yeah, you cannot treat a man like that. You can't. You can't. You can't do that. I, I like. Let me. Let me. Let me go on record. Let me go on record and say. Did you see how like the see? I see like man, dude. Some of these teams treat their quarterbacks making a lot of like crap. Like like, can you imagine Jimmy Garoppolo? Who like I don't know was a pretty decent quarterback. I mean, hell, he got you to the Super Bowl. Was like. Mm-hmm. Leading at the Super Bowl, and like I don't know, they're just tr- they're just they're just flirting with every damn quarterback. Same with Jared Goff. It's like I just thought that like if this is like your 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 CEO of your organization, won't you like cater to him or like or maybe they're just like saying we did that with Carson one and we can't do that no more. No, well, like like they're just not again. They're just not sold, and for whatever reason, right? I don't say rightly. So they're not sold on Jalen Hurts being that guy. Like and and again, here's the like I'll I'll say this: either they get sold on him being that guy, or he just won't be, or he just won't be here in 2022. Like like okay. it's, it's one of the, it's one of the like I don't think like if Jalen Hurts isn't the quarterback, isn't the starting quarterback, I'll say week one 2022. Then I don't think he's on this team. Like, okay. like I, don't, I don't think like I don't think they, like, they would do that to that guy because again, like I don't. It's no, nah, it's not like nah. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, I can't. I can't see that. But but let but let's say that they they obviously are going to get. Well, I don't want to say they aren't going to get a weapon. They're not going to get the elite weapon for Jalen Hurts this year, probably because again, no Penny, no uh, no Jamar Chase, no uh, no Kyle Pitts. So let me ask you. Let me ask you real quick, and we'll talk about those guys in a second. How do you think it shakes out draft day? How do you, what do you think? What, how do you based on what you saw, what you've seen in mock drafts? What happens at twelve? What what do they do? Not what should they do? What what do you think happens? I think. I think they go defense. No, give me a name. Give me, give me, give me one. Give me the name when the car gets turned in on April 29th, whatever day it is. What what name gets called? JC Horn. 
All right. I'm going to say Sertain, but I think you're right. I think it's going to be one of those two guys. If I had to, now, if I had to pick it right it, now. In our, like, I don't know, Melvin, put our Melvin Kuyper hat on. Is there a guy who you prefer? Uh, out of those guys or just like out of the – Like Sertan or Horn. Because I think I, I think Sertan is just that steady Eddie dude. Like, I, mm. I mean, like, like I'm not saying he's Namdi, but like, I, I mean, I don't think the upside is not low for Sertan, but like he's literally good. He'll be a hell of a CB2 minute one he steps in the Eagles locker room. Like, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know. But I think Horn's upside, I think – I think because he has, I think, a higher upside than Sertan. But I don't think – but I think his floor is a lot lower. Right, yeah. Like, yeah, I, I think – yeah, I think his floor is a lot lower. But, again, like, he's – again, I, I've watched more of 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 uh, of Horn than I have, have Sertan. Because, again, I watched – like, for whatever like, – actually, actually, after you – like you know texting me the other day like i watched like a lot of jc horn uh youtube but, <laughs> so i'm like all right i'm just seeing this dude just like just just be a ball hawk like a, like a <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> no and like i think we've been saying it Roy. you can't not play this like no turning the ball over and and, and not turning the other team over something yeah. needs to give if you're going to turn the rock over you sure better get to turn over you gotta and get i there. think yeah. and i think with horn there's the potential, not not day one, year one, but the potential to get a dude who's around the ball. Because mm-hmm. that's what's been missing for this team. Is ain't no dude. You what's like, how often do you see multiple guys around like a deflected pass? Right. You and, usually see like one, and it's like if he doesn't get it, then it's an incomplete pass. And and especially with a guy like Darius Slate, who again, who's a good cover guy, but he's he's not a guy who's going to get you a lot of interceptions, you know. If you get a guy like JC Horn, you know, ideally, you know, he's probably going to be around the ball. Anthony Harris is going to be around the ball. You have two guys in your secondary who are, you know, who are going to be near the ball. Balls going to pop up in the air. Somebody's yes. going to catch some of those balls at some point in life. And um, don't, we haven't seen and, and that. Don't, and doesn't a a an opportunistic defense help a young quarterback regardless right. of what crap he's throwing to. Yeah, like, like, no, at, at some point, you're going to have to bail out your quarterback. At some point, yes. Jalen Hurts is going to make – I mean, we saw it last year. Jalen Hurts is just going to make some terrible plays, some terrible decisions. At some point, you're going to have to have a defense who bails a quarterback out, who's going who's gonna, to who's gonna stop a drive that was going to be seven because you have a guy like J.C. Horn making a play. So at some no, point, you're going to need that. No, no I think that's <clears> been the problem <throat> the last few years for the Eagles is one side has not been able to bail the other side out. Right. When it's been necessary, like, like, I mean, how many times have you seen where, like, I don't know, a quarter, like, like a deep, like, the offense scores a touchdown, and it's like, um, oh man, and then the other team just drives down the field and either gets a touchdown or a field goal. Like, yep. you need, like, you need to compound the good stuff. Right. And with an opportunistic defense, I think that gives you a chance to build, like, like if if Hurts comes, like like guns blazing on a drive and then like I don't know like Jason Horn gets a pick or something. That just builds the momentum. This team has had no momentum of <laughs> no men, no momentum for like a yeah. couple of years. Yeah, they they they've had no momentum. Like you said, like you need to compound the good stuff. This week felt like to some a compound of the bad stuff because the Eagles traded back from six to twelve and then they saw the guys who were possible would possibly be on the board at six have two of the greatest pro days in the history of life. Uh, Jamar Chase um, apparently runs a four three eight forty, according to the hand the hand timing um, at LSU. Um, he had a le- an eleven foot broad jump and he had a forty one inch vertical. Um, this reminds me of the day that that um, I don't even know what year it was now, but 
it was the day that that Julio Jones was at the combine and you lost your mind because I think he jumped like 11-3 or something in the broad jump. And you were like, you were like, Julio Joe's gonna be amazing. He's like the greatest wide receiver ever. And he was really good. Um, that's what we're that's what this whole Jamar Chase thing reminded me. It was like the greatest day of all time. It's a guy we can't get on the Eagles team. It was very no, sad. you know what? I like if I had to bank on one guy being the best player in this entire draft, I'm going Jamar Chase. I'll go with that. I'll go with that. I think he's gonna like like when 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 people mention Larry, because because people don't really compare dudes to fit Larry Fitzgerald. Like right. I don't know why. Like I, I mean, people always say, "Yo, he the next Julio," or "Yo, he the next DK," or right. "He the next JJ." Sorry. Um, like, <laughs> like, 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 but when you mention it, Fitz, okay, no, because I think they said like the way he gets the rock, the way he gets mm-hmm. the ball in the air, like his go, like he a go get it guy. Right. He was having had a go get it guy. Since this the go get a phrase happened, but I mean, yeah. like that's the kind of guy that is a momentum changer. Where you're just like, yo, he got a touchdown when it shouldn't have been a touchdown. You know what I mean? Like, I, like mm-hmm. you need those guys. And I think, and what, and I mean, it, it's a struggle because would you like to see him with his old quarterback Joe Burrow? But man, they need they need offensive line help. Like they should be drafting Penn Soul. Like I, I mean, like as much as I love Joe Burrow with Jamar Chase, they should draft Penn Soul because that will that will extend the shelf life of Joe Burrow. Yeah, if if the the Bengals, you're right. If the Bengals let Penny Soul pass them at five, that's really that's really like an organizational fail on Joe Burrow. Yes, no, mm-hmm. like I think Dominic Foster said, it's malpractice. Yeah. That shows you that you're building. You're building your team incorrectly. The wrong way, right. Again, and, and again, you get Penny Sewell, and again, they have a talented core of wide receivers as it is. You get Penny Sewell, and again, Joe Burrow, again, is coming back from the torn ACL. You get Penny Sewell, you got a nice little squad there for the next 10 years, or, or you should. You have the makings of it, because Joe Burrow can, can play. You yeah, know, no, they, no, nice like, they remind me, if they draft Chase, remember those Lions teams when they just, like, the, tripled down when they had, I think, Roy E. Roy Williams, Williams, yeah. Um, Charles, Charles Rogers, Rogers. and I think they had another dude. There's I another like, guy, yeah. Yeah, no, but like it's like, oh my god, they're gonna score forty ton points again. No, they didn't. No. Like I don't because I think the quarterback got hurt. No, no. So yeah, so you had Demar Chase again have a have an all time pro day, and then of course Kyle Pitts. Um, the freak of nature, the the six six guy who can run four four four. Uh, shout out to Jay Z. Also have has has the longest wingspan by a wide receiver or a tight end. What does in 20, that mean? In Twenty years. Know, people need to tell me, like, like in, in layman's football terms. Okay. Like I don't like what does like what does wingspan do for me? You got, like, you, you well, got what, the, ca- the catch radius. No, more importantly, you have to be able to catch, and I yeah. think I think that helps Pitts. Like, go get it. Like, I, but. Wingspan don't mean jacked if you can't catch. Yeah, but he can catch. Like, like so. wingspan, like. For J. Jaw, wingspan don't mean nothing. Right, but if you can, if you're six six and two forty five, you can run a four four four, and you got longer arms than the dude covering you, who's probably like a linebacker or it's probably like a, a six foot, you know, six foot like Avante Maddox. Then, then yeah, you have a mismatch. So that's what it means for Kyle Pitts, but sadly, it doesn't mean for that that for him in the Eagles uniform because he won't be here. No, no I'm Kyle trying Pitt. to think what team would you, do you think would benefit the most from having Kyle Pitts. Ooh, I hadn't thought about that because again, I just got sad about the Jamar Chase thing. Um, I got a hmm, that's a again, like I I I would always lean towards like the the, the teams with like the young bull quarterbacks. But like, um, what if like, but like, what if the Falcons had him? Like, they would just have like 
the, the 75th straight year of the Falcons having a bomb offense and a dupe defense. I was going to say, like, the Falcons already, I mean, the Falcons are fine at tight end. Like, they're fine at tight end. Like, they're okay. Like, they don't need another one. I mean, like, like do you think the Dolphins, do you think this the would help Tua? Do you most. think this would help Tua? Yeah, like, the Dolphins. Dolphin you, you run 12 with him and Gesicki. You got the white freak. You got the black freak. Right. Like, I like, no, like, I mean, because really, shouldn't the Dolphins be doing what the Giants are doing with Daniel Jones is like, yo, we got to figure out if this dude can play or not. Exactly. And yeah, yeah, like the Dolphins to me make the most sense. Again, because they got you know, Devontae Parker still there. I mean, you got some you got some talent. You got there. Will Fuller? Yeah. So, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Samuel Fuller. Yeah, you got some talent there. So, yeah, so put like like Tua with those weapons. They're line, is their line okay? Are their lines okay, right? Like, I'm, not, I'm not sure. I have no idea. But like, yeah. they have enough weapons. They should have, they like, they have enough that, well, that, that should be a pretty decent team. Yeah. So that probably makes the most sense to me. That, that the Dolphins probably makes the most sense to me for for Kyle Pitts, but again, won't be an Eagle. Um, again, it's all it's all based on what what happens. Who's going to be an Eagle based on who's ahead of them, who's ahead of them in the draft order? Now it's the Dolphins, Lions, Panthers, Broncos, Cowboys, and Giants. Um, oh God, the Cowboys! I, the Cowboys I, don't need a receiver. Um, the Panthers don't need a receiver. The Broncos, you can argue whether or not they need a receiver. I don't know if they do or not, but uh, the Giants don't. Um, so again, I, I, I think hate, you're gonna get one of those I just guys. Hate having to, I hate having to follow the Giants and the Cowboys, yeah, because I just because I remember last year when you could have had CD, you right. I mean, people were wearing yo, yo, man, CD dropped it, CD yeah. dropped it, yeah, and it's like, nah, he gonna, he gonna go to the Cowboys, and we got Travis Fulgham, yeah, oh, no, sorry, Dalen Rieger, <laughs> yeah, so 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 that's it for the Eagles again. The Eagles 11 draft picks again, four picks in the top 84. Two third rounders, three sixth rounders, two seventh rounders. Again, I'm not even worried about those late round picks. But if you have if you have three picks in the top eighty four, assuming you don't trade, because again, I I wouldn't be I wouldn't be completely surprised if the Eagles don't try to maybe trade back up to let's say nine or ten if somebody's on the board. Let's say a penny super falls or something. Maybe somebody they like is there at nine and ten, nine or ten. Your first three picks. What are like not in no particular position? Like right. Like what are you getting? Are you getting? Are you getting an offense? Are you getting all like a skill player, a defensive player, and an offensive lineman? My my first my first three picks again, and based on all of my the draft network mocks, um, <laughs> have been some combination of cornerback, wide receiver, offensive tackle, but not running back. No, not not my, my first three. No. Okay. No, I don't go. I don't go running back first three. Running running back to me again. Running back. You know, you have Miles Sanders. Again, you just resigned. And, shout shout and, out to Boston Scott, who's got the, uh, the who signed the uh, the RFA tag today or this week. So the band's coming back. So I think you're okay. I think I don't think you're. I don't think you say you're okay, but um, you don't have to go that early on running back. No, I mean, because I think my my goal for next week before next week's show is I'm going to dig in the laugh for Micah Parsons because I keep hearing his name. And he's a player. He's a player. He he is a player. He's a but, player. But is he just like a like a Keekly type, he's not like a and no, and I think it's a and it's an important thing to say what does the linebacker do in this defense, right? Like right. I mean, because the linebacker was pretty, pretty I don't know one dimensional, and but like maybe this is a defense where you get a blitzing linebacker, like I like I don't know, and if you get my I, I think it's very unlikely, but in the event that you do, I'm gonna be like okay, maybe this dude is like a chess piece. I mm-hmm. don't know. And the thing is, though, what is this defense? Like, again, we don't, we don't, we don't know. Yeah. what's this offense? 
defense. Yeah, what is this defense? What was it? John? Was it Gannon? Is the other? Yeah, I, I have no idea. The best thing I have no idea what the defensive concepts are. I mean, I'm pretty sure they'll run a four three. Other than that, I don't concepts, know. What we don't even know the depth chart. Right. Like other than that, I don't know. <laughs> other than yeah, Alex Singleton. There you go. That, that's your linebacker depth chart. <laughs> I don't know what this defense is. So uh, yeah, does a middle linebacker matter? Does a you know outside linebacker? I'm not sure. I don't know. We Again, still don't have a safety. We still don't have an opposite safety, uh, like opposite Anthony Harris. Look, they, I keep I keep telling you they signed they they resigned a man. I know he doesn't have a, a knee, but he's gonna he's coming back. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> like ESPN is gonna be glad when the draft happens because now like their their lazy depth depth chart department can actually fill out a depth chart. Yeah, they finally got to start. They finally have to start working. Um, speaking of depth charts, though, the Phillies. Filled out their depth chart, their 26-man depth chart. No Oduble Herrera got sent down. Phillies, of course, opening up this 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 week against the Atlanta Braves. Actually, as we're as we're recording the show, the Phillies are in extra innings against the Braves on Thursday on opening day. Um, bunch of questions about this team. One thing in particular, though, about this team that's important is the bullpen, which was literally the worst bullpen in the last 100 years, um, <laughs> which is impressive even by Philly standards. Um, has like seven seven new guys, so they cannot be as bad as they were last year. Did you know you, they 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 had a seven they have a seven plus ERA in the, in the bullpen last year? I knew it was bad. I knew it was that bad. I no, I, I I mean like this is almost as bad as like the the last two weeks for like the Flyers. Like no, like no, no. But I, I'm saying is like, is it like I feel like even though they I feel like they spend like a decent amount of money, are the Phillies just a mediocre team? Yes. Yeah, the, <laughs> Phillies, the Phillies are mediocre. And again, like you see, like, you know, you you have one of, if not the, well, no, one of, I'll say, one of the best hitting catchers in the game, Mario Muto. You have, you know, Bryce Harper, who's a top 10 player, you know, in, in the league. I mean, you have talented like Alex Bohm, who was a rookie of the year runner up. I mean, you have, you, have, you know, Segura's good. Gregorio's good. You got a bunch of good guys, but you're still mediocre, which again, it's like, what's the, what's, what's the missing piece? You know, no, from- I, I think the missing piece is, how many of these dudes are even homegrown? Like, I mean, like, Boehm, no, like Boehm, Hoskins, this, and Nola. Yeah, um, this goes back to the Phillies have not been good since their since their farm system went to went to trash. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, like it, it it goes back to everything. You need like the last time the Phillies were really stinking good is when all their guest players were homegrown dudes. Right, yeah. If you don't draft well in baseball, drafting's weird. But like, if you don't draft well, if you don't like, you know, you know develop, yeah. yeah. But if you don't groom those guys well and develop those guys well, again, they, they kind of like flame out in Double A, and, that, and that's what it. Is. And again, there's not, not mean, a lot more coming up let's either. Let's go back to like the last ten years of first first two round first like this like the top two picks of this organization. How many of them are even in baseball anymore? Yeah, there's not a lot of guys in baseball. A lot of those guys. Remember are Remember Cornelius Randolph. Mickey like Cornelius, yeah, Cornelius Randolph. At least, at least Mickey Moniak's making some noise now. But I mean, how many years has it been since yes. they drafted him? Um, I mean, you know, what about Kingery? You like he's like not even on the opening day roster. Yeah, yeah, Kingery. Like you know, he had the hot spring training a couple years ago. You paid him, a, you know, a bucket of money, and now he's not even on the the twenty six. You know, we had the Kyle Drabecks, you know, a few years ago. I mean, it's like you got to draft the right dudes and develop the right guys because otherwise, again, you can't like the good teams again unless, unless you want to spend. Buckets of money, 
and again, you you know, be like you know the the Dodgers. Then again, you need and even the Dodgers on to some level, like they've they've grown a couple guys, have homegrown guys. You got to develop guys. You got to draft well and develop well. And the Phillies just haven't done it. And again, you can't you can't just sign a bunch of pitchers because again, you can sign guys like Jake Arrieta and they come here and they stink. Yeah. And then, and then what do you have? You I know? mean, I don't even know who the rotation is. Is it Nola Wheeler? Uh, Zach Afflinger three. Uh, is Matt, that... Matt Moore and Chase Anderson. Oh no! So so. So so V ain't here no more. So 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 Vinny Velocity, he's your long guy. Oh God, he's your he's your long reliever slash, how, slash six starter. How in the world is Vince Velasquez still on this team? He, I mean, it's almost as an upset die. of like Nick. Thankfully, Nick Pavetta is not on the team anymore. Yeah, correct. Because like he was absolutely awesome. garbage. Yeah. yeah, but Vince Velasquez is still living off that one game where he struck out 17 guys. Yes. And, like, I don't know, people are like, oh, my God. Oh, my – no, he literally is, like, a broke-ass Kerry Wood. Like, I mean, <laughs> people are still living off that strikeout game. And I'm like, he has been giving every type of role. Closer, sucked. Mm-hmm. Middle relief, sucked. Set up guy. Really started, sucked. Right, right. Uh, so now let's just give him long relief. Yeah, just give him long relief. But by the way, uh, as we're recording this again, walk off by John Segura, Phillies one and zero to start the season. A beautiful day down at CBP with eighty eight hundred fans by in the, the park. Eighty eight hundred fans has enhanced the baseball experience by like eighty eight hundred percent. It no, like it really shows you how borderline unwatchable baseball was last year. Yeah, it was. It was kind of tough. It's it's a so totally different experience. Again, with the fans, you know, sands the fake noise, sands the cutouts uh, down, yes. down, down yes. at CDP. The, 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 that, that, pan, that pandemic crew, or yes. whatever the hell they called themselves. Yeah, the pandemic crew, who I think are still there. I hope, I hope, they're, <laughs> I hope they're inside the building now, because um, that would be weird if, if they're not. But, yeah, but the Phillies, again, the Phillies scored the fifth most runs in baseball last year. Yeah, they, oh, were trash. they probably gave up the second right. most. Yeah, probably gave up, the, gave up the most. No, I, I cannot, like, in the time I was watching – their their bullpen was almost automatic to give up leads. Yeah, I know it was it was it was horrendous. And though although the one the one holdover of that, of that bullpen, Hector Neris is your closer once again uh, this year. Which <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but hey, they want to know. I will give them I will give them props on this. Um, so over under for the Phillies set at eighty and a half wins in Vegas. Under. I'm I'm optimistic, although I, I have no idea what they're going to do in center field because center field is kind of a mess because Roman Quinn is healthy for like three days at a time. Then he like pulls a hamstring and he gets hurt. And Adam Hazley is not very good. Um, I mean, Kutch is, Kutch, is, you know, Kutch is fine. He is what he is, but you can't play him on 150 games. Yeah. I would say that I would, I, I, I'm going to pay more attention to baseball, but I, I, I don't want to lie to you. Well, here's the thing. I mean, we're home more. So I mean, like we're home. They got those day games. I mean, like yeah, I watch no, a little but, bit more. But we were home during a pandemic. Yeah, but I mean, it, those, that was weird. That was weird, man. <laughs> that was weird. I don't know. It feels no, di- like you like, said with fans. It feels different. It feels no, different now. for you. Is is baseball just like is is watching the Phillies one of those? I'll watch if they're kind of good or good. Like you're not gonna watch them if they suck. Oh no, no, I won't watch them. Like 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 last year, like, I got really watch them much. Um, okay. yeah, really, no. the are, like I'll watch the Sixers if they're bad because I have. But I, yeah, I'm not yes, no, but like, like when is when did base? I this is not a baseball diatribe time, but I mean, like when did when did that stop? I mean, we like 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 I mean, did did our like Philly fandom end with Ryan Howard's Achilles? Yeah, when Ryan Howard's Achilles like his leg fell off, um, then that was it. 
Like that that was it for me. <laughs> when Ron Howard's leg fell off in 2011, that was the end of my I'll watch the Phillies never. Like that was it. Because like, because I feel that was like a seminal moment for like a lot of things. Yeah. No, no, that, that, that was pretty much it. Um, we will talk We will talk more Phillies uh, next week, hopefully, on the show. But we will have a WrestleMania preview as well because the road is finally done being paved. The flaggers are leaving. Um, it will not. We will not have a, a collapsing retaining wall that they had in 295 over here in Jersey. Um, <laughs> the, the road will finally be finished. But that's all for next week. We're out of here. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Again, 106.5 FM, WPPM, LP, Philadelphia. Mr. Domingo, take us out, please. Have a great weekend, everyone. See you, everybody. Go, uh, happy Easter. Why the hell would you run this game? When your entire life is online, you need more than just speed from your internet. Xfinity gives you reliable in-home Wi-Fi coverage, plus protection from Wi-Fi network threats. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Zimbabwe. The broken Bunsen burner burns so bright. South. Jamie. Southeast Asian Peninsula. Hey, hey, Jamie. Yes. I think the only line we need from you today is drivers who switch to progressive could say big. Cool. I just got to finish my warm-ups. <clears throat> foul, foul, throw in the towel. History, history. Switch to history, progressive history. today. Santa ski, slalom in a salmon skin suit. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates.